This is the Howell Creek Radio episode for Saturday, June 1st, 2013. I'm Joel Duick. A couple of weeks ago, cleaning out the basement, I was going around the edges and vacuuming up wood chips and sawdust and drywall crumbs that have been there since the house was built. And seized as I was with a rare fervor of cleaning thoroughness, I decided to pry the cover off the sump pit, have a look inside, and perhaps even clean it out with the wet dry vac. A sump pit, for those of you who do not have experience with basement culture is the absolute lowest accessible place in any house. It's a pit that goes below the level of the concrete basement floor, and it exists for the sole purpose of accumulating water that may drain into it from the soil around the house's foundation. You're supposed to install a submersible pump down there so the water can be pumped out of and away from the house if it reaches a high enough level, and before it floods your basement floor. One of the houses I grew up in had a basement, like most Midwestern houses, but did not have a sump pit. The house sat in a thick, clayish soil that retained limitless amounts of water, and the basement flooded several inches deep every spring. I had a bed next to the furnace compartment down there. I used to keep a towel at the foot of my bed, I would get up in the middle of the night and slosh my way over to the bathroom, do my business while ankle-deep in cold water, slosh my way back, and wipe my feet off as dry as possible before sliding them back under my covers. Later on in life, in my 20s, I was working on a house I had helped build way out in Malacca in the middle of a cornfield thick with a treacherous mix of clay and loam soil. I was all alone that day and was actually in the process of installing the sump pit when water began to leak into the basement through a crack in the corner of the cement block wall. At first, I used a strategically positioned wet-dry vac to suck up the water while I kept working, but soon the water began pouring through the widening crack in a high-pressure torrent. I spent all afternoon frantically vacuuming up water trying to plug the cracks trying to finish installing the pump and hauling bucket after bucket after bucket of water up the stairs and dumping it outside and away from the house. By the time the sump pump was operational, one pump was no longer enough to keep up with the rising tide of water, which was now rising up from under the house's foundation, as well as coming in at the sides in the one corner. The house actually seemed to be sinking. I would not have been surprised to feel her list to one side and hear her timber buckling and snapping under the strain. After a frantic hour-long drive to the nearest hardware store and back for a second pump, I was finally able to make headway and avoid a complete loss of all hands and cargo. But my back, I think, never fully recovered. Now the thing about the house I have now is that it has drain tile and a sump pit, but I never got around to actually installing the sump pump. 
I just never got around to it. So you may well imagine that on the rare occasions when I brave a glimpse inside the pit, I am always moderately afraid of finding water inside, since I have no convenient way of draining it and heading off a disastrous flood. It's like my own version of Groundhog's Day. Joel looks into the sump pit, and if he doesn't see his own reflection, that's six more years of not installing the sump pump. I bent down, cautiously pried off the lid, and peered inside. No water. Bone dry. A bed of decomposing debris could be seen through a mesh of loose cobwebs. I steeled myself and stuck my arm down there, the nozzle of the shop vac sucking away with delicious violence just a foot or so in front of my exposed hand. Thankfully, nothing crawled up my arm, and in five minutes, the pit was comparatively clean. They that go down to the sea in ships is one of those inspired phrases that has always stayed with me. I like to think it was to differentiate partly from those others who go down to the sea in other ways. They that go down to the sea on wings, or they that go down to the sea as corpses. Because the ones who go down in ships are out of their element, unlike the albatross or the corpse. All the things that happen there are a danger to them, because they are not... For a little while they are not part of the sea. The waves mount up to the sky and go down to the, again to the depths, and their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro, they stagger like a drunken man and are at their wit's end. In movies in which there is a shipwreck, such as Life of Pi or Black Stallion, there will often be a moment after the mad rushing about on the deck of the sinking ship and the deranged competition for life vests and a spot on the raft, when the protagonist is washed or ripped overboard, and we see him or her underwater. Perhaps we see, still from this underwater vantage point, the wreckage of the ship glowing as it sinks into the deep. In that moment, the alarm dissipates, because the person is now part of the ocean again. He has gone down to the sea, not in a ship, not outfitted or equipped in any way, but as himself. This is that moment of acceptance, when you truly return to the sea as yourself. He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. The two things need not be understood as happening in sequence, one after the other. The storm is actually calm, and the waves that rise up and plunge down are actually still. This is what you realize when you leave the ship and go down to the sea and look up at the waves from a depth and feel the stillness that the storm is made of moving around your ears. Then they are glad because they are quiet. So he bringeth them to their desired haven. The end. listening to Howell Creek Radio. I'm Joel Duick.
recording actually in the basement this evening. You can uh, read the notes for this episode and download all past and future episodes for free forever at howlcreekradio.com. You can also follow the show on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, When you listen to this, I will be up north at the cabin, hopefully writing next week's episode. That's about it, I'd say. Oh yeah, don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. 